Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us in this time and this space. And before we read the scripture today, I want to ask you to pray with me. Holy and gracious God, come. Come into our lives and fill it with peace. Come and provide us comfort and safety and love. Holy Spirit, as the scripture is read and the word is meditated on, may it May the reading of the Word and the reflection of it pierce our hearts in such a way that we lean in and trust you to share love. And so, Holy Spirit, come wherever we may be. In your name we pray. Amen. Our scripture lesson for the day comes from Paul's letter to the church of Thessalonica, also known as 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Listen to these words. We do not need to write to you about the timing and dates, brothers and sisters. You know very well that the day of the Lord is going to come like a thief in the night. When they're saying there is peace and security at this time of sudden destruction, we will attack them like labor pains start with a pregnant woman and they definitely won't escape. But you aren't in the darkness, brothers and sisters, so the day won't catch you by surprise like a thief. Or All of you, children of light and children of the day, we don't belong to the night or darkness. So then, let's not sleep like the others, but let's stay awake and stay sober. People who sleep, sleep at night, and people who get drunk, get drunk at night. Since we belong to the day, let's stay sober, wearing faithfulness and love as a piece of armor that protects our body and the hope of salvation as a helmet. God didn't intend for us to suffer his wrath, but rather to possess salvation through our Lord Jesus the Christ. Jesus died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we will live together with him. So, Continue encouraging each other and building each other up, just like you are already doing. This is a scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. So I have a little story I want to share with you. Um, I know some of you, you know, some of you have shared with me that um, you're sitting around, you, you you're sitting around with your coffee and, and you're enjoying. It. I'm actually a little jealous. I didn't wasn't able to get to make me coffee this morning, and so I have my coffee cup full of water. Um, and, but there's this really great story um, in a book called Starbucked, a double tell tale of caffeine, commerce, and culture by Taylor Clark. In it, he tells a story 
of how coffee was first introduced and became popular in 17th century Europe. It has a church purpose. Okay, so strangely enough, some of coffee's biggest early boosters were religious conservatives. Many members of the clergy clamored for widespread coffee use because they were annoyed that so many parishioners fell asleep during their sermons. The Puritans, in particular, campaigned for coffee as a great soberer and as a promoter of mental effort necessary to understand Bible's teachings. See, coffee has a purpose and a place in the church. At least that's what our tradition tells us. I love coffee. It's a great way. It's a great motivator. It's a good way um, to keep you warm on, on some of these cool days. It's a, it, it excites us. It can even bring us together. And so in our scripture reading today, the, the things that I read for you today, there's a couple of things I want to unpack for you and, and then let you wrestle with it and then take it out to the world. The first is, are you ready? See, Paul is challenging these people to be ready for the coming of Christ. They don't know when it's going to come. It's going to come like a thief in the night. And he's challenging them. He's motivating them to be ready, not to be like those people who are not ready, who are not doing anything, who are not trying to help the kingdom come. He's challenging them to be ready because we do not know when it's going to come. He, he, he points to, to what would be on a Roman coin and, and saying that there's peace and security, but that's not really happening, that we need to lean in and, and trust the Lord a little bit better. Some of these words today are, are kind of resonating with us, and, and we're called to, to do just that. We're called to lean in and trust God even more with all that's going on in this world. We're called to share God's love with this world. We need to be ready. We need to be vessels for God's love to occur. And the way that we do that is we lean in and we be faithful and we do what the Lord has required of us. We walk humbly with God by studying the Scriptures and and coming to worship and and just leaning in and and taking those those holy nudges that God gives us and and leaning in and going where God is calling us and leading us. And and then we, we have to do mercy and love kindness. We cannot be asleep. Instead, we need to be awake. And be willing to be faithful servants of God. And, and whatever is going on in this world and in this life and this faith, we can be the church even though we may not be physically together. We just have to trust and obey. I love that hymn, Trust and Obey. I want to encourage you to not be afraid. I want to encourage you to do the right thing, to, to show love, and, and, and we've got to do all that we can because that's what we're called to do. As followers of Jesus, when we agree to follow Jesus, we agree to be faithful disciples, which means we live like Jesus did, sharing love, building up, loving and caring for our neighbor in all the ways that we can, in all the places we can, at all the times that we can. And how we do that matters. 
Paul reminds us to, to put on the armor of God as usually as it's seen. And you have that by your baptism. And if we lean in and trust God a little more, yeah, I know it's rough. I know you're fatigued. We all are. But this is a time that we dig in deeper and, and we say it's going to be okay and, and we live a Psalm 23 life that even though we seem like we're walking through the darkest valley, that God is with us. His rod and His staff are protecting us. And all we have to do is lean in and not be afraid. And all we have to do is, is, is be awake and be prepared to serve God in whatever it takes. And you all have done just that. I think about this week when we were able to provide a family with, with um, some things to be able to go into their apartment as they were moving uh, from one bad situation to another. I think about the prayers and the prayer cards that we send. And we're living out the way that God is calling us to live in this time and this space by keeping each other safe, by worshiping at a distance, but yet we're together because God has called us to be faithful. God has challenged us to share love. God has asked us to be like Jesus. And it's not that hard. Paul reminds us in verse 10 that Jesus died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we will live together with him. And so we're in this boat together. Striving to live like Jesus. And, and I have to admit, it's not easy. It's rough. When the world is pulling us apart, when the world is saying it's this or that, and what a better week to talk about this than Bedlam week. When our state divides yellow and orange, or orange and red. What if we don't worry about those things? What if we lived our lives as though we knew Jesus was coming tomorrow and we wanted to stand before Jesus and to hear those great words, good and faithful servant, come and rest. What if we did all the good we can in all the places we can and all the times we can? What if we did what he says in verse 11? So encourage to continue to encourage each other by building each other up. Paul's calling us to build each other up, not tear each other down. That's what the world wants us to do. Christ wants us to be together. Paul is challenging this church to work and to live together and to be ready because we never know. And it will come like a thief in the night and we better be ready and we better be prepared. And the way that that happens is, is we faithfully serve. And so I challenge you to stay sober, to lean in and trust the shepherd who is leading us in this dark times and will be okay as long as we trust Jesus. And so I want to continue to encourage you Keep doing the right things. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Practice safe distance. If we can do those things, we will be able to meet again. 
if we can take care of our health workers and our teachers and, and all those people who are putting their lives at risk and online to, to provide basic services. We can do all that we can to protect them and care for them. We will get through this. So people of Christ, be encouraged that trusting in Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That we are called to share God's love with everyone, all of our neighbors, not just the ones that pick, you can pick and choose, not just the ones that, that are part of your political party, not just the ones that are part of your specific football team or college or whatever. We are called to love all of God's people. And I'm not going to lie, it's hard. It's difficult. The world is saying, don't do it. But that's where we need to lean in more and take to Jesus' words. And as I said in the story on Thursday with the preschool, um, with the preschool chapel service, we have to get out of the boat and take that first step to trust in Jesus a little more. And yeah, it's going to be crazy. And yeah, the water's going to brush up against us, but if we keep Jesus at our central focus and we do all that we can to do good, to do no harm, and to stay in love with God, we will find fruit in our journey. So be encouraged. Lean in. Trust Jesus a little more. And you know what? We'll see each other on the other side. Let us pray. Lord, you're here. You're there. You are everywhere. And so I, I pray that as people are watching this or listening to it, however they're taking this in, Lord, may they feel that gentle nudge of you brushing on the back of their necks and, and providing that comfort and grace and peace. May you be there and remind them of the love that you have for each and every one of us, no matter where we are on life's journey or on the faith. May you be there to inspire us to be faithful disciples so we can try transform the world for your kingdom to be made known. May you be with us in every step and every breath that we take and remind us that God loves us and there ain't nothing we can do about it. But lean in and receive that love a little more. Holy Spirit, come. In this time, in this space, in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.